0: Welcome! You've found the Out of the Ordinary Podcast, where we believe that the very best stories grow out of the soil of ordinary life. I'm Lisa Jo Baker.
1: And I'm Christy Purifoy. And a few of our favorite ordinary spring things are daffodils picked from the backyard, slipping into sneakers
0: instead of heavy boots, and an inspiring new cookbook from the library. And a few of mine are windows finally wide open again. The first tulips showing up that are now in their sixth year since we planted them and the end of brown and the beginning of green. We hope these conversations help you see
1: the extra hidden right in plain sight in your ordinary life too.
0: Get comfy. Here we go. Christy Purefoy, it has been one year, three months and 11 days since we were together in person at Maplehurst. Wait, that was only true yesterday. Today. It's only been one day since we were
1: together (laughs) in person at Mabelhurst. That's right. We reset the clock. Wait, wait. No, no, no. We stopped the clock. There's no more clock. We are no longer counting days of absence.
0: (laughs) We crushed the clock. We ground it down. We fed it to the chickens.
1: (laughs) And now we are just anticipating the next visit because we can always plan another visit. Oh, it was such a good, good day. (sighs) Wow. And I know that you, um, some of our listeners. So for some of our listeners, this is brand new news. You what? You're together. Um, But for some of our listeners, they saw a little sneak peek that you shared on Instagram yesterday. It was such a beautiful post, Lisa Joe. It's always really special and meaningful to me to see my home, um, especially this home that I really have not even left for a year, through <laughs> the eyes of my friend. And not just through anyone's eyes, but through the eyes of someone who also feels rooted in this place and also loves this place. And then to see it through your eyes is always really special. So, I love that post. I know.
0: I know. Dear listeners, it's so wonderful to share this moment with you. I wish we could, like, open the doors and have you here, too, and <laughs> I feel so many complicated thoughts as I try to unpack what it meant to be back in person with Christy, but not just with Christy at a rest stop on I-95, you know, where we meet halfway, but like, like at this particular place, this place where the roots of this podcast have grown from to walk back in the doors of Maplehurst. And when we... Okay, let me think of a coherent way, dear listeners, bear with me, because as you can imagine, it's a kind of homecoming that creates in you so many complex emotions. I feel like I have this big ball of yarn, and I'm not sure where to pull, like what thread to pull at (laughs) first in order to coherently communicate everything I think and feel about this experience. I think I'll start here. It wasn't planned initially. So it's not like we were anticipating seeing each other. Peter and I had to be in Pennsylvania for something to do with business. We knew we'd be close to you and John. We knew you and John are not as vulnerable as you were before, having had COVID and now mm-hmm. having antibodies. Mm-hmm. And so we texted and said, hey, we're going to be there on Thursday. <laughs> and we come over and you just sent back like, yes, exclamation points and emojis and excitement. <laughs> And so I think part of it is that anticipation is that thing that allows our brains to prepare for something. So because there wasn't a lot of anticipation, because I was there for a business reason first, the weather was really terrible. I mean, some was that sort of played into it. Terrible, right. terrible rain, yeah. terrible traffic on the drive up there. Part of my expectation had been when I see you again, there's going to be like confetti cannons of joy going <laughs> right. off, you know, in my right. mind and heart. And what was very sacred about the moment is Pete and I pulled up, turned into Maplehurst Lane. It was overcast and rainy. We parked at the front door. We walked and knocked and you two just walked up like we had seen each other the day before and opened it up and I said, I'm home. You did. <laughs> and you said yes, there's soup in the kitchen. Soup's <laughs> on. Come on in. And it wasn't a big whoop, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, it was much more A quiet exhale Mm -hmm. is how I would describe it. An exhale of comfort. And it was our own personal reconnection that at the time, I don't think either of us thought, oh, we're going to turn this into an Instagram post or some big story. This feels private because we had already talked about me coming up. In the beginning of April to come mm-hmm. and spend a night and be with you then. So in my mind, that was like our reunion. Mm-hmm. And then this happened in the middle. And I wasn't quite sure how I was going to share that or not share that with a community around us. I thought, oh, this is just for us and our husbands and our friendship You took a picture in the kitchen by the furnace Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you said, I just want to remember. This is our moment. We're back together again. Right.
1: I just wanted it for me. I wanted, I think as well, this recently I've been often re, um, like going through my um, phone, my pictures on my phone, um, going from a year ago. And so I'm realizing that photos can be, can kind of prompt our memories, almost like little stones of remembrance. And so, right, when you came in and I saw the table set and Then that is when it hit me that, oh, this is a first after a long time. I knew I just wanted a picture just for me (laughs) that could pop up again in my photo phone memories and remind me of something that was really precious. Because not only, it wasn't only, I mean, it's enough that it was a reunion with you, Lisa Joe it was a bonus that um, our husbands were together as well. But it's also the first time I have served food to anyone in my home outside of my immediate family. So that felt very significant to set the table for a friend and that it would be you. So yeah, I I pulled out my camera and just said, it's just for me. And I think because you and I are on social media or or we talk about some aspects of our friendship publicly on the podcast, we always kind of signal to each other, is this, are we sharing this or is this, you know, I, I feel like we've always been um you know, careful about that. And so I was letting you know, hey, we're we're just here together. This is just for me. And you you immediately was like, yes, yes, exactly. We, you know, right. we don't need to to share this.
0: But then was, <laughs> Yeah, it was almost like we then had several hours in a cocoon is yeah, how it felt to me. Yeah. Just this reunion, this warmth of familiarity and conversation and connection in the same physical space. It just cannot be overstated how Mm -hmm. powerful that is. Mm -hmm. We got to see the new construction at Maplehurst. And then Pete, of course, wants John to walk him around and show him, where was the door? How did you do these windows? Oh, my gosh, (laughs) look (laughs) at the floor. It's so beautiful. You know, we're going to have all these conversations. And then by the end of our time together, we were sitting in the library with these beautiful new bookshelves, drinking coffee. The sun was coming in through the window then after the rain. And there... You were sitting, I'll never forget it. You were sitting on the end of the sofa and you were captured for me in just the most beautiful moment. And I said to Pete, oh my gosh, come over here, sit where I am, hold my camera exactly like this. I'm going to sit next to Christy. You, now you have to take a picture. And I knew as soon as I saw that photograph, oh, this is one, this is the one for everybody. Like ah. this is the moment where it's not just us. This is the moment where I have to share, here we are together again. And it was, it was almost... Like I understood it was the right timing because we'd already had this whole full experience together. But even then, when I thought about sharing it on Instagram... I imagined I need to explain to people why this is significant. Like, Mm -hmm. who cares that there's two women (laughs) sitting on a sofa together? Like, (laughs) what's what's the big deal? deal, Right. (laughs) Right. And so I kind of went a little, not overboard, but I I let myself gush about our friendship and what it means. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'm at Lisa Joe Baker. And I wrote here I thought I would cry, but I didn't. It was more like a long, slow exhale, finally walking back in through the doors of my oldest friend's house. You know how some people feel like home to you. It's not about where they live or about their house. It's them. The ones who've known you so long through so many ages and stages that their presence becomes a kind of gravitational pull, pulling you back always to the truest, most seen and most loved version of yourself. This friendship is that kind of home to me. As a third culture kid who pretty much always feels a low-grade homesickness, there's something about being in Christie's orbit that soothes the sad kid inside me. And what was very surprising to me is that as soon as I posted that picture, and I had waited till I was home, so Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do it and interrupt our time together. Mm -hmm. I had shared the picture with you. We had talked about it. And then I posted when I got home. But immediately, the picture was just flooded by comments from people who pretty much left this consistent message of, you might not be crying, but I am. (laughs) It's just so meaningful to see the two of you together. And I don't know if it surprised you as much as it surprised Uh, me uh how much people had invested in our... Distance Mm -hmm. and then our being finally reunited again.
1: Right. Well, one thing I had thought about is, oh, Lisa, Joe, we 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 maybe don't want to share because I'm sensitive to the fact that there are still people missing their friends or missing their family. Or I shared that in
0: the post. I was nervous about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, people who haven't cooked a meal for guests, and 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 I thought, oh, you know, I don't want them to see that and then just feel even more deeply their lack. But what I didn't realize is that while I was concerned about their feelings, I didn't appreciate that, um, that almost the opposite that could be true, that people could mm. share in the joy of reunion and could yes. almost feel as if they were with us and even express maybe some of the emotion that you and I were a little too in the moment to, to feel or even recognize until after when I too looked at the photos and thought, Oh, wow, it really happened. She was here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, reading their comments helped me appreciate, Oh gosh, it was such a long wait and how good that, that we were together. And I had a few people, um, my sister and and a few others who texted and, and left personal messages just to me to say, Oh, I saw that you were with Lisa Joe. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh. So it's true. It was, it was, um, I had feared something and had not anticipated actually a certain joy that people would, would, rather than feeling left out or feeling like they didn't have something, feeling like they had received something, which is so interesting. And yet, Lisa Joe, I mean, here, here we've done this podcast for quite a few episodes now. And I think when we started, you never... How to say, now I have my ball of thread and I'm trying to figure out which which thread to pull. When we began, we had a sense that our friendship was fertile ground and that the conversations we shared were fruitful and that they helped us and blessed us, but could be gifts that we give to other people. We we had this sense. Um, We couldn't know for sure. We had never tried it. Um, I don't even think at the time there was a podcast we looked to that said, oh, look, these people are doing this. Let's do that. We, It, it was something um, new, this thought of just sharing conversations with a friend. Um, and I think what has happened over time is that our relationship, which is about a 2 two people, two friends, has been generative, has multiplied, has created new life right that that a community has grown up that people that now our joy and friendship isn't just for us but it's for others as well and i i bet you as well have had so many people tell me i'm so grateful for the podcast because of my friend and then they tell me about their friend <laughs> my friend and i share this or my friend and i have these these conversations that are similar to yours and and um and so it's fruitful in that way and so i oh there's a I'm not going to remember who said it or get it exactly right, but there's a quotation that's often been sort of stuck in my my, my mind, and it's something like this, the, that that we were created, the world was created, people were created out of the laughter of the Trinity. Mm. So, the idea is that in that threeness, there was relationship, the laughter, right? That they were sharing something. <laughs> so, out of that laughter, that joy of relationship— Came more the world, us, and so that idea that that a small relationship, whether the threeness of God or the twoness of a friendship, can um, just in its nature wants to grow and to become more. Um, you know we maybe often think of that in terms of romantic relationships, the way um, a husband and wife love one another, and then along comes. The baby in the baby carriage, right? <laughs> you know, right. it's generative in that way, but all kinds of relationships can be generative. And I think that ours ours has been, and I didn't maybe fully grasp that until I read those comments on, on your post and um, how incredible that is. It's beyond what I dreamed when we started this
0: podcast. Yeah, I think it's... Th- the gift of God who multiplies, right? That's mm-hmm. always what he does. He's the God who breaks things and then he multiplies them. He right. makes more. He's Loves the God of abundance. <laughs> yeah. We've preached that message yeah. here, but coming back and being with you, I think part of the... Real struggle of the last year that everybody has had is the forgetfulness of how things used to be and how powerful it is to be in visceral community with people. Mm -hmm. And so when I was reconnected to you, I thought that was just about me, like what Mm -hmm. I get out of it or what Mm -hmm. you get out of it. And I forgot that there's always a story bigger than ourselves. God always talks about... He wants to bless you so you can be a blessing. Like it's never supposed to stop with you. It's always supposed to be about other people. Right. And it was such a reminder that what felt like a blessing that was just mine, that I was so excited to have and treasure and look at and feel warm about. But once we told and shared, other people were able to participate in that sense of blessing and excitement and enjoy too. And I think it's because it isn't just about our friendship. It's about this place that we've tried really hard to invite people to feel like they're participating in. And friends, I can tell you, being back at Maplehurst really was like everything I hoped it would be. It was so wonderful. (laughs) You can go and look. I shared some Instagram stories too. Just so fun to take people for a little peek back into that home and that space. Because Christy just really does create a soul retreat where you can come and exhale and, and feel loved and seen. I had forgotten that, Christy. I think this podcast this year has been wonderful, but I think we've both felt it's it's been harder because we aren't together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's felt like work more than it normally does. Mm-hmm. It hasn't felt like it has just coming from an overflow, which is often how we podcast, right? We podcast right. out of the overflow of our friendship. It's felt much more like we have to keep scooping deep down into the dregs, like trying to find something to talk about but having been together in person i suddenly feel like my tank is full again and i'm energized and and that is what happens for all of us when we're back with the people that matter to us in real life, and so it's a gift again to be reminded that these conversations aren't just for us. They are to encourage others and to tell the people listening your friendships, your relationships, whether it's you with your kids or your spouse or your best friend. You might not realize this, but they are giving life to the people around mm-hmm. you who will yeah. look to those friendships as a center, a gravity, um, you know, an aspiration, an encouragement. Our relationships are never just for the two people in the relationship. And Mm -hmm. I had completely forgotten that until I saw the reaction to that Instagram post.
1: Mm -hmm. It's true. Oh, gosh. Now I'm remembering, Lisa Joe, Do you remember the drive? I mean, you mentioned the rain and the traffic, but there's more to that. Because I was sort of present with you on the drive up to Maplehurst in a funny way. Because the trip was so last minute, we had actually been scheduled, both of us, to be on a phone call that morning uh, for— Everyone who is involved now with Paper and String, which is our uh, digital care package from the Black Barn, so our sense that our friendship is generative, also involves this place. We have a sense that this place is generative and can host community and stories and conversations well. So, every month, um, you've heard about this before, we share this digital care package, like a little mini care package magazine um, full of goodies from the Black Barn. So, we were scheduled to have a phone call with everyone who is now contributing to paper and string every month. And because of your last minute trip, you had to sort of call in to zoom. I don't know, were you on
0: your phone? or I, know, I was on my phone. phone. Okay. Zooming in to join this conversation. <laughs> from the car. <laughs> yes, from the car. I luckily, you know, obviously Peter was driving. I wasn't driving, but there was really bad traffic. It's really raining hard. I think. Once again, this is such a great example. So, paper and string is this beautiful. You just have to get a digital care package. If you don't already get it, go to outoftheordinary.com dot com slash ps. We'll have the link in our show notes. But it's interesting because it was developing right as the world was shutting down. And we were trying to dream up a way to bring people to the Black Barn because we couldn't bring everybody in person. We've heard from people in like Denmark and Canada and Italy and France and Switzerland who all wish they could come in person because this is where the podcast originated from. And so because they couldn't come, we thought, how can we send it to you? How can we let you experience it Right. right where you are? And so Paper and String was born at the perfect time when people couldn't travel. Anyway, and every month it goes out into the world into mailboxes from all over the world. And so here a year into the life of paper and string, probably more than a year now, mm-hmm. we were having this phone call for the whole team who helped birth and now every month produce this beautiful, rich, generous goodie bag is really the only way Goody to bag it because it's <laughs> music and recipes and photography and poetry and spiritual practices and movie reviews. It's just wonderful. But what was surprising to me is much like my surprise thinking, the podcast was just for you and I, you know, forgetting, of course, that we're surrounded by a community right. of witnesses. When I got onto that Zoom call, thinking it was just going to be you, me, and sort of the four or five original people, I started to introduce myself and say, hey, guys, and um, our friend Elrina, who's the editor-in-chief of Paper and Strings, said, hang on, Lisa Joe, hang on, we're going to definitely take time for everybody to share about themselves because we've got so many people on the call today. And I thought, wait, What? But I was on my phone so I can only see like four little faces and I realized there was a swipe button. So I swiped and I just kept swiping screen (laughs) after screen after (laughs) screen of faces of people Uh. whose names I recognize. But I've never actually met in person and it occurred to me, immediately two things occurred to me. Number one. I'm very glad I didn't say anything jokingly inappropriate when I got on this call, <laughs> which I think is what the thought that you had I as the well. the same, right,
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, number two, holy cow, how right. has this community become so big? Right. The community that's producing paper and string. And it was a reminder that the things you start that you think are just for you end mm-hmm. up being, of course, a blessing to many, many more people. We had people joining from Canada to Two people from Canada, friends from Canada, from the United Kingdom, Uh from all across the U.S. Yeah, who all contribute to this incredibly rich smorgasbord of stories, blessings, music, and art that go out into the world every month. (laughs) As we're driving, and I'm coming to see you again, right? Because that's where it all started. Your and our friendship and our conversations. I was I was really flabbergasted to look at all these faces and think, oh wow it's so much bigger it's grown into a life of its own now it's yeah. so rich and so fertile
1: and you know i'll i'll repeat here what i a little bit of what i shared with with everyone on that call because i think this is also true for our listeners um, no matter how far from Pennsylvania you are, is that because we have made, I think, a very intentional choice to root our conversations every week, you and I, Lisa Joe, in this place, like literally in this soil, um, where this old farmhouse and the black barn sits, but a real a real real ground because we've made that choice, right. which in some ways is a limiting choice because we also yeah. want to welcome the world, right? right? like my place, this place is not better than or more special than or more sacred than all the other places where God's people pour their love wow. into the soil. But we have made it this choice to root ourselves here, but we also have this desire to open the doors widely and invite lots of people to the table. Um, so, I, I shared with all the contributors on that call that whether or not you ever actually visit the Black Barn, because you are sharing your gifts in this place, you are sharing your talents and creating art and giving it as an offering um, in the pages of paper and string, you have put down a little of your roots in this place, and I am here tending tending this place and caring for it um, so that you can do your work well so that you can better you know minister to people and, and connect with people um, have meaningful conversations with people but you know what that's also true for our listeners um, that in sharing when we so, we used to do that thing, Lisa Joe, when we when we were always recording in person, which I know we'll do again one day, where we would first set the scene and we would tell our listeners, right. okay, here we are. <laughs> we're on the here's third the floor. Weather, and <laughs> here's where we're sitting. Yeah, here's what's <laughs> happening outside the window because we really did want people to imagine themselves here with us in person listening and to feel some sense of connection with the place that was giving birth to these conversations, and that might just seem like a cute effect, but it's not. I feel like it is It is something mm-hmm. we've, we've intentionally cultivated because I do think it is a good gift to people. So, to our listeners, whether you ever come to the Black Barn, and I hope uh, one day soon many of you will have that chance again, but whether you ever come, this place is— um, for you, in some way, you belong here um, in some small way, and I hope that whatever is created here, when people gather here, or you and I gather Lisa Joan have conversations, or when artists or writers come to visit and maybe take a retreat and do work here, that whatever flows out of this place um, that 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 life really does flow around the world, whether it 's through podcasts or books or conversations um, it 's kind of a crazy vision. When I moved here, Lisa, Joe, I think I've shared this before in the podcast. There was a scripture about um, a fountain, and I remember I had written before we ever moved here. I had written this phrase, a, "a fountain house," and I had this idea that I wanted to move to a place that could be like a fountain that could, like living water it could just flow. And and it was so interesting to me to move here. And not only was there a little fountain out front, but the house sits on a bit of a rise. So it it's not a big hill. It's certainly not a mountain. It's a very ordinary little rise in the ground, right? It's a small hill, but it is a hill. And so um, there is this sense visually in this space that Water, if it were to flow out of this house and this barn, would would just go off downhill because of the geography. Um, but to me, that's a spiritual picture as well. Um, but I share that because wherever our listeners are, um, I think that that is what we're cultivating when we're cultivating these kinds of relationships, these kinds of conversations. We're We're cultivating fountain places, fountain friendships, (laughs) fountain families.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think what I love is that we have in the Black Barn Online, which is who produce paper and string. And you can go to blackbarnonline.com. It's free. Come on in, check out what's going on. But we have this amazing spiritual director. Her name is Amy, and she leads us through different spiritual practices. And on our call yesterday, our paper and string team, one of the things she said that really resonated with us. She said, communities are formed in two different kinds of ways. There are probably many, but these were two she was focusing on. She said, either they do a shared problem-solving together, they solve some kind of problem together, or they have shared memory. And Christy, I mean, that's really what this whole podcast is. It's you and I sharing stories, right? Shared right. memories. <laughs> but what I realized with that Instagram post yesterday is we have cultivated a podcast community who have now shared memory about Maplehurst, about mm-hmm. the location, mm-hmm. about the story and history of the podcast. They are invested. They have memory too, in what this space and conversation and place is rooted in. And gosh, I love that so much. And now we're building the same thing with the Paper and String community who every week gather in this online virtual place to unpack what they've read. Every month, there's a new care package that goes out and we are sharing together. And I think Paper and String really was trying to solve a problem. It was trying to solve the problem of how do we send out into the world what this place stands for and in so doing have built shared memory together. So, I just, when Amy was talking about that yesterday, and when I looked at the post, it really wasn't until last night when I looked at the comments on the post that it, that it all the dots were connected for me. Oh yeah, duh, of course. It's not just about you and Christy. It's not just about your conversations. It's about a community that is bigger than us, and how wonderful that God lets us have conversations that can sort of flow down like water, and hopefully many, many, many other people are having conversations or receiving invitations every month to read to reflect to listen to bake to cook to share in the way that paper and string is offering them opportunity to do and because it's all rooted in a place that i finally stepped back through the door (laughs) yesterday to visit
1: (laughs) that's right that's right and i I can yeah, I can't even add to that other than to say um I just had a conversation with another friend uh, just today actually and she was um sharing some really good relationships that have developed for her this year that have taken place entirely over mm-hmm. Zoom. So these people live across the country and um so pandemic or no it wouldn't be an option to meet in person but they've they've had these really fruitful community times via Zoom. And it just reminded me again that it is never either or. <laughs> It almost always yeah. is both and, and the joy of that to say, um, I'm so grateful that you and I have had the podcast work to bring us back together every week of this year of separation via Skype and Zoom and so on, and at the same time, how good it was to, to have that face-to-face yesterday. So, it's not that one doesn't work. It's not that one is pointless. Um, they've both been a gift, but um, man... Welcoming you here and knowing that um, that you have chosen to plant a bit of your heart here is <laughs> mm. um, really encouraging to me. And I guess too, just reminds me of um, of who I, of who I am as a not just a gardener, gardener, but but a placemaker and a um, maybe some sort of spiritual gardener. Like if you've planted part of yourself here, Lisa Joe, then it really matters that I take care of this place. Like it. it it matters that um, I try to get the crusty bread and warm the soup just right, and clear a, <laughs> clear a space in, in the in the library, and not to be perfect, but to care well for this place that has nourished you and nourished me, and I hope also nourished all these many conversations well. So that was validating as well that these small little things are not so small. Even our friendships, just with one other person, are not so small, um, but can be life-giving in just really enormous ways.
0: It's grass seeds again. We always come back to planting little grass seeds. We always come back to small, tiny things. And spring seems appropriate for that. (laughs) Here we go. Growing small things out of small stories and friendships that are seemingly small. And then recognizing, of course, man grass seeds are tiny but look how much look how much earth they can cover so thank you thank you dear listeners for just being part of our joy it's it makes it fuller somehow getting to share it with you we're so grateful and we hope to meet you in the pages of paper and string if you subscribe and um get a little taste of maplehurst firsthand yourselves